There's our story. So we had been talking last time, and we have been reading in our stories at home. If you've been reading your stories at home, this section, maybe you haven't been, that's okay. But we've been talking about Daniel and the time that the children of Israel were in captivity in Babylon. And last time we talked about the hand on the wall, right? And then there was the Daniel in the lion's den. And we had a, we had a podcast about that on our podcast last week, which we called uh, Daniel and the Lions Have a Tea Party. Uh, we were trying to be a little bit funny. He didn't actually have a tea party with the lions. But the lions didn't eat him because God kept their mouths shut. We talked about the fiery furnace. And in our reading and in our podcast, we also talked about Queen Esther. That was someone God used to rescue. Yeah, that's what her, that's what her baby sister's named after. That's somebody that God used to rescue the children of Israel from being killed by a bad guy named Haman. Do you have a question, Ron? Is it about the story? Okay, what is it? died in the tomb. Jesus died for our sins and rose from the tomb. That's right. Okay, so we also read, we've been reading at home anyway, about how God brought the children of Israel back from Babylon. They went home to Jerusalem. They built their city. They built a new wall. They built the temple. And that was wonderful. That was all during the last section of the Old Testament. And during that time, this last section of, of writing from the Old Testament, we had a prophet named Malachi. And in the very last chapter of the Old Testament, Malachi foretold... Excuse me. What is it? Um, Katie's baby's Malachi. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's named after this prophet named Malachi. So Malachi foretold something that was going to happen a long time in the future. It's, the Old Testament has a lot of prophecies in it. You guys have probably memorized some of them. In some of your Christmas parts over the years... Like, I think two years ago, Clay memorized Genesis 3.15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. You shall bruise his head, and he shall bruise your heel. That's a prophecy about Jesus. Some of you have memorized, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. That's a prophecy about Jesus. And a real, Right. So in Percy Jackson, the, the, that book, those are made up stories for fun. And there are prophecies in that that then like come true in various ways. Well, the only thing that has, has ever had prophecies that were real is in the Bible from God. And those prophecies in the Old Testament, they're all about Jesus. Another one that some of you guys maybe memorize is, Oh, but you, Bethlehem Ephrathah. Though you are least among the towns of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me one to be great in Israel. Well, sorry, one who will be ruler in Israel. It's about Jesus, how he would be God's chosen Messiah and king. He would be born in Bethlehem. Yes, Mary. Uh, I mean, Adam. Um, I remember the very first story of our Bible. That's awesome. We're going to keep going with this story, okay? What's tomorrow? And come sit right here. And be good, okay? All right, so he made this prophecy, and this is what he said. Behold, this is God speaking through his prophet. He said, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great day of the Lord comes. In that same book, he said how he would send his messenger to prepare the way before him. Now, we've heard stories about Elijah the prophet before. Elijah was the one who told King Ahab there would be a famine in the land of Israel. Until he said, means there will be no rain. If there's no rain, means there's no food. And he says, there's not going to be any rain until I say so. Because you guys have rebelled against God. 
And then he went and he, and he stayed with a woman in Zarephath and God made it so that their food never ran out. And then he went up to a mountain and he called fire down from heaven in order to prove to the people that God was the true God and Baal wasn't. All right, it was Elijah. He, he's dead now. So why is Malachi saying Elijah's going to come? So this is what he meant. He meant, I am going to send someone preaching with the same spirit and power and message that Elijah had. Elijah came preaching, calling the people to repent of their sins and to believe in God. He's not even going to be named Elijah. Not going to even, not even going to have that name. It's not even going to be close to that name. But he's going to be a lot like Elijah in the power of his preaching. And after him is going to come Jesus. Now, you guys have heard of this guy. This guy who's going to be Elijah. You've heard of him before. You've heard about him a lot before. We talked about him a lot recently in church during the season of Advent. You guys remember hearing about Advent? Nope. What comes right after Advent? Christmas. Christmas. Advent is the season of preparing for Christmas. All right? So that prophecy said, God said, I'm going to send you someone who's going to prepare you for Jesus. And in Advent, we're preparing for the coming of Jesus. We're remembering how the children of Israel waited and prepared for the coming of Jesus. And this is one of the people that we use to do that. Yes, Rowan? Um, because he died on Easter Day. He rose on Easter Day. Jesus did. He died on Good Friday. Okay, so the guy that this guy we're talking about is the story that we're going to hear today. This is the first story in the New Testament, all right? The Old Testament ends. Malachi makes this prophecy, and then like 500 years go by. And during that time, all sorts of stuff happens. The Persian Empire, that was where there was like King Darius and King Cyrus and the lions and all that, they get destroyed by Alexander the Great in the Greek Empire. And then Alexander dies, and the empire falls into pieces. And those pieces fight against each other. And they keep fighting back and forth, even through Jerusalem. And the temple gets just just gets run through again. And they have all kinds of problems. That happens during those 500 years. Then the Roman Empire conquers everyone and controls everything. And this story, the New Testament story, begins during that time. And you know that because you all memorized this. And it came to pass... Those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus. Caesar Augustus was a Roman emperor, a very famous one. Yes, Rowan. Um, and then new temple came. Uh, well, in a way, in a way, because Jesus is like the new temple. But so here's where our story begins. There is a man named Zechariah. There is a man named Zechariah, and he's very old. He is a priest. Yeah, you've heard of Zechariah. He is a priest. He has a wife named Elizabeth. And Zechariah and Elizabeth have always wanted to have a baby. That is correct. They've never been able to have a baby. When they were younger, they couldn't have a baby. And now that they're old, they can't have a baby. And they really, 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 really wish that they could have a baby, but they can't. This reminds us of somebody from the Old Testament, a different story. Can you guys think of any story from the Old Testament, of any people from the Old Testament? Sarah. Sarah? And who was her husband? Abraham. Abraham. It's really, really similar. They were really old. They'd always wanted to have a baby. They never could. And now they were too old. They were, like, they were old like your grandparents or your great-grandparents. 
Okay? Can your grandparents have babies? No, they can't. And guess what? Elizabeth and Zechariah, they were old like grandparents, but they weren't grandparents because they were never parents. Yes, Mary. Um, I remember. I think it's a story from the Old Testament. The one where um, there's Adam and Eve. Yes, that's true. But they weren't, they had a baby too, but and, uh, several of them, but they weren't old. That's a good remembering of the story, though. Yes, Ron? Um, but Jesus made them have a baby. That is correct. So here's what, how it happened. All right. So they wanted to have babies. They couldn't have babies. Zechariah was a priest. That means he worked in the temple. And he would go into the holy place of the temple and he would offer burnt off a sack of incense, an offering of incense, a really sweet-smelling sort of thing that you burn it and, it and it smells good. So they're in the holy place. Zechariah is doing his job. He's there all alone. It's this really special place. Only the priest can go in there. He's offering this offering to God. He's, he's praying on behalf of the people. And the prayers of the people are praying to God for him to send the Messiah. And boom, an angel appears Whoa. standing there next to the altar. And he says to Zechariah, Zechariah, you and your wife are going to have a baby. And he is going to be great. He's going to be really important. He's going to turn the hearts of the children to the fathers. He's going to come with the power of the Holy Spirit, with the power of Elijah. He's going to be that one that Malachi foretold, preparing the hearts of the people. And the reason he's going to prepare the hearts of the people is because very soon, the Messiah that you guys have been waiting for, for 4,000 years, is going to come. John's going to go out and preach the message of the gospel and tell people their sins are forgiven because of that Messiah, and it's going to be amazing. And this is what Zechariah said to that. How can this be? See, Zechariah really wanted all those things. He'd always wanted all those things. But he couldn't believe that he could have a child because it was impossible. It wasn't possible for him to have a child. That's what Gabriel said. Gabriel said, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of the Lord. And I've been sent to tell you this good news. He said, nothing is impossible with God. And he said, here's the sign for you, Zechariah, to remind you of this. From this moment, you will not be able to speak until the day when all of these things take place. Meaning, until this child is born, you won't be able to speak anymore. And then when the child is born and you realize that everything I said was true, that God's word is true, then you'll be able to speak again. Well, just after that, we see, we see Zechariah in the temple. He comes out. All the people are waiting for him, and they're like, well, he's supposed to come out. He's supposed to come out and bless the people. But he can't talk. And they're all like, what happened? He's trying to motion them, and they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, and they're like, what? He's like, and they're like, what? They don't understand. So he goes home to his wife, Elizabeth, she gets pregnant, even though she's very old, even though she could never have a baby, just like Gabriel said. Meanwhile, Gabriel appears to another person, this time to Mary. She's not an old woman. She's a very young woman. And she's engaged to be married to Joseph. Yes, Ron. And she's going to born Jesus. She is going to give birth to Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so she, Gabriel appears to Mary, and he says, Mary... You're going to have a baby. And Mary, Mary's like, how will this be? That's impossible. But there's a difference. Zechariah 
didn't believe that it could happen. So he said, how can this be? Mary does believe it because God said it, but she just doesn't understand how. So she says, how will this be? She says, I've never known a man. I've, I've, I don't have a husband. I'm engaged, but we're not married yet. And you know, it takes a mom and a dad to have a baby. So Mary's like, that's not even possible. And Gabriel says, the power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you so that this child born of you will be called holy. He will be the son of God. He'll be great. He's going to rule over the throne of his father, David. He's going to be God's son and David's son. He's going to be perfect and he's going to be holy and he's going to be the savior. And then he said, and here's, here's a little extra and good news for you. This will be added proof for you. I've just told, a little bit ago, he said, I've just told... Zechariah, that he and Elizabeth are going to have a baby. And guess what? Mary knew Elizabeth. They were cousins. Which means John and Jesus were also cousins, like second cousins or something like that. Yes? So Mary was like, you're your best and then inside, Gabriel's like, you are going to have a baby. And then you don't believe it. Can't speak. That's what he said to Zechariah. Yep. Then he goes over to Mary, and then he, yep. then he said, You are going to have the baby Jesus. He tells it to Mary. Mary goes over to visit Elizabeth, and she finds Elizabeth is pregnant. Just like Gabriel said, and they both rejoice. John, the baby, that's going to be his name, in Elizabeth's, in Elizabeth's womb. He jumps for joy because now Jesus is there. And he hears the greeting that Elizabeth brings. Mary stays with Elizabeth for a while. And actually, I think she stays all the way until when John is born. So John is born. And when he's born, everybody wants to name him Zechariah after his father. And, Zech- and, and Elizabeth says, no, his name's going to be John. Because that's what Gabriel said. And they're all looking at Zechariah. They're like, come on, Zechariah, say your woman straight. And then he asks for a thing to write on. And he says, his name is John. And then he can speak again. He can speak again and he praises the Lord because just like God said, it came true. And this baby John will eventually prepare the way for Jesus by telling people to get ready for him and to believe in him. Okay? All right. We are going to... Let's click through our passage. This is the passage. Nothing will be impossible with God. Can you say that? Nothing will be impossible for God. Now, quickly... Let's do our activity. Everybody stand up. We're playing Simon Says, all right? Simon Says, touch your nose. Simon Says, grab your foot. Okay? Uh, Simon Says, pat your head. Okay, jump. Oh, you guys didn't fall for it. That's good. All right. Simon Says, jump into outer space. Why didn't you guys do it? Okay, Simon Says, grab your, your foot and pull yourself off the ground. Why can't you do it? I mean, wait, I mean, like, okay, Josie, can you pick up Anastasia? Oh, Oh, this isn't part of the game. Oh, Simon says, Josie, pick up Anastasia. Okay, you guys weigh about the same. If you can pick up Anastasia, why can't you pick up yourself? Okay, Simon says, Josie, put Anastasia down and pick up yourself. You're like this, you're like this, you're like this. Oh, Josie, pick up yourself. Pick up yourself. All right, that's because it's impossible. One last time, nothing will be impossible with God. Nothing will be impossible with God. All right, we're all done.